Hello and thank you for joining us uh, for this time in the Word today. We just do a short teaching each day. Um, and, and yesterday we started looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, uh, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Now we're, we're going to spend a bit of time dwelling on this truth. And even if you've been a Christian for many years and you've heard this before, I want to encourage you to listen to this. Because uh, sometimes there's things that we let slip or sometimes there's things that haven't become quite as real to us as they need to be. And there, there's, there's powerful things that is, will stir inside of you as you begin to see what it means to be a new creation in Christ. Uh, and if you're a new Christian, this is important. You need to understand what being a new creation is. So we're spending a little bit of time looking at this and looking in the word because we have to change our thinking. We have to begin to think like the New Testament shows us and the reality of what it means to be a new creation in Christ Jesus really needs to settle into our heart and even change our thinking because many Christians try to live the Christian life still relating to the old man who they were before Christ. And we saw yesterday that Paul refers to the old man and he talks about my old man was crucified with Christ. In fact, he even goes on to show that after being crucified, that old man was buried with Christ and died. So I'm no longer that old man. When I received Jesus, the creative power of God was released and sent to me. The same creative power that created the earth and created the universe in the first place, all the way back in Genesis. That same creative power is released inside of you as an individual. And a creation takes place inside of you by the creator himself. And, and, and it's called a new creation. A new, something that never existed before. A totally new creation. It's, this is a, this amazing, powerful truth. And I want to show you who this new creation really is and the power of this. Because in many things that Christians are struggling with, and, and, and many times when, when they're struggling under things that the enemy is doing in their life, they, they need to get a hold of the reality of being a new creation and understand this. So I'm going to show you some things and, and, and just show you how powerful this can be as you, you dwell on this truth in your life. Many years ago, the Spirit of God just spoke to my heart and he said this. He says, when does my new creation become an old creation? And, and you know, I, I didn't quite get what he was saying at first. And I, but, you know, uh, I saw afterwards what he was saying when he gave me the answer. And, and I, I believe what he was trying to get at is trying to show us that, you know, we live in the, in the world of time where new things never stay new. You buy a new suit, a new car, it gets old over time. And uh, so many times as Christians, we think, well, you know, I've been a Christian 20 years. I, I was a new creation when I received Jesus, but I'm not so new anymore. Now, we might not think that consciously, but we don't realize that the reality is that I'm still a new creation today, no matter how long I've been a Christian. Paul talked about how our inner man is being renewed day by day. It's being made new day by day. Uh, I'm, and I am as new in God today as the day I became a Christian. That new creation never gets old. It's always new. And dwell on that. And there's powerful realities in that as well. But let's look at something that he says in Ephesians chapter 2 about this new creation. Now in Ephesians 2, he's talking about our salvation and when we receive Jesus. 
he goes on in verse 10 and he says this. I'm only going to re read the first section of this verse because I want to dwell on those phrases. It says, uh, for we are, Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Now notice that, that second phrase, created in Christ Jesus. This new creation, where? Where was he created? Where was this new creation created? It, it was created in Christ Jesus. It wasn't created in the same place as the old creation. The old creation, the old me, was under sin, was in darkness, was, was under the dominion and power of sin and darkness and, and, and had become a slave to sin and a slave to, to the enemy. That's what the Bible shows us, that man was sold under slavery. Most, most people, well, all people, when we're raised on this earth, we, we don't realize this, but we, human beings are raised in slavery, spiritual slavery. Uh, they're raised as, as slaves to sin and death and slaves to the power of darkness. That's why darkness has so much access and the enemy has so much access to people's lives. And, and, and we don't understand that we're, we're, we're raised in a realm, the natural realm, where our spirit is under the control of the enemy. But when you receive Jesus, the powerful truth is God, he, <coughs> excuse me one second, God recreates you. But he doesn't create you in the same place. The Bible says you are created. Where are you created? You are created in Christ. That new man is created in Christ Jesus. And Jesus is in the light. Jesus is in the kingdom of God. Jesus is not under the dominion and the control of darkness and sin. So I'm, that's where I'm created. I'm created in Christ Jesus. In other words, this new man. God has created me to be, has never, ever been under the control of the enemy. <laughs> has never. It, when you begin to realize I'm a new creation and that new me on the inside has never, ever been under the dominion of the enemy, has never been under the control of sin, has never been under the control of the, the, the devil and his kingdom. I was born in the light. I was created in Christ Jesus, completely set free from all of those things that, I, that, that my spirit was raised under. And I didn't even know I was under the dominion and control and slavery to sin and darkness. But now that I've received Jesus, I have been created in Christ Jesus, a completely new creation, born free, never under the control of the enemy, but created in Christ Jesus. Wow. You let that truth sink in and you let the, the, the reality of the freedom of that truth sink in. It's life changing. Now, let's look at the other phrase that he says here. He says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. That word workmanship, uh, it, it, it talks about the, 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 something that is made, something that is built or made by a skilled artisan. Uh, not just not just someone who, who threw something together quickly and, and without thought, didn't really know what they were doing. It, the, that word workmanship, uh, it, it's, it's talking about a high quality work that's been produced by someone who's highly skillful. You know, when I was at school and I used to try to make things and I made pottery and I made woodwork, I was never that good at it. And it never quite looked right. It always was. It wasn't quite the right shape. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't the way it should be. And you kind of look at it and you know, and, and I, you know, you think, well, you know, he tried because <laughs> I was never very skilled at making things. But you know what? God 
is the most skilled artisan ever. When he makes things, he makes things flawless. When you've got a skilled artist, they make something without a flaw. It, it's almost of such high quality, you would think it was made by a machine or, or, or a computer painted it or something because it's perfect. It doesn't have flaws. It's absolutely right. So being the workmanship of God, when I was created in Christ Jesus, I was made the workmanship of God. And that phrase is not referring to the original creation. The workmanship of God, it's, it's, it's in context of when I received Jesus. The power, the creative power of God that went inside of me and created me in Christ made me the workmanship of God. That means I, am, I have been produced to the highest quality. That means I'm not produced with flaws. I'm not produced with all, 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 uh, with, with, with all the kind of weaknesses that I've previously identified with. Now, my head and my flesh haven't quite caught up with this truth yet. But on the inside, I'm the workmanship of God. And that truth is, is renewing my mind and transforming everything about me. Begin a hold, begin to think of yourself. It, it, it won't do you any harm at all. In fact, it'll do you a lot of good to just spend a day just beginning to meditate on, Father, I thank you that you have made me and created me in Christ Jesus as the workmanship of God. That means you've created me as, as the highest quality work. That'll do a wonders for your own image, your, what we call our self-image. But really, this is your Christ image. This is who you are in Christ. And this will transform the way you think about yourself and begin to realize that God has created me free and created me to the highest quality. You know, some, so you have to identify with this truth. You've got to see this truth in the New Testament and, and allow this truth to change the way you think about yourself. See yourself in Christ rather than seeing yourself as the old man. And this, is, this takes time for us as Christians. But the more these truths settle in and the more we begin to identify with the new man, you'll see all kinds of changes taking place in your life things that you've struggled with, things that you've struggled to get free from. Because you see, those those things, those habits or or those things, they they were they were they came into your life when you were the old man and they got control of you. But 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 the new man is set free from all of that. The new man is not under the power of any of that. And the new man is able to 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 to, to transform your mind and your entire body to bring it in line with who you are as a new creation. Let me show you something here in, in Romans chapter five. You know, when you look through the writings of Paul, and I'm just going to be another minute or two. When you look through the writings of Paul, you'll see, especially in places like Romans and Ephesians, he talks about who you were, past tense. And there's emphasis on that being past tense. You were this. Then you'll see phrases, but now, or but God. And, and he begins to show that God changed something. He made a change. You were one way, now you are this way. And, and we have to see the reality of these truths. We have to see who we were, but who we are now. See, the new creation is different. It's not the same as the old creation. But I still think of myself as being under the old creation. So I've got to begin to realize I was that, but I'm no longer that. Now I am this in Christ. And these truths will change your life. They'll, they'll transform your relationship with God in the most incredible way. And I want to show you one of those truths because it's important to see this.
Romans chapter 5 and verse 6. This is talking about when Christ died for us. But notice the tense being referred to in some things here. Romans 5, 6 says, for when we were, there it is, past tense, is the first one. When we were still without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So who did Christ die for? He died for the ungodly. And you'll find other verses, he died for the sinner. You see, many Christians think, well, you know, we're just sinners. I'm going to show you something here. Get, get a hold of what he says in this truth, in this verse. We need to change the way we think about this. This is holding a lot of Christians back in their Christian life, and they don't realize the impact this is having. Thinking about who Paul says you were and thinking about it as if I am still that. Look at what he says. He says, you were without, Christ, without strength. Christ, when Christ died for us, we were ungodly. And then in verse 8, here's this beautiful phrase, but God. God did something. God made a change. But God demonstrated his own love toward us. Thank, thank God for his love and what it's done. People say, you know, Jesus died for you because he loved you. My word, yes, he did. He did die for you before because he loved you. But because he loved you, he did a lot more than just die for you. <laughs> his love goes so more powerful and so more deeper than dying for you. His love for you caused a transformation in your life. His love for you enabled you to become a new creation, the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus. So notice this, but God demonstrated his own love for us in that while, notice this tense here, pay attention to this next phrase, in that while we were still sinners, we were, past tense. And he's saying that when, and then the next phrase, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, when Christ died for us, we were sinners. Now, why would he say when you were still sinners, if you're still a sinner? He just would have, even that phrase would be meaningless. If we were still sinners, we were sinners then and we are sinners now, then he wouldn't say, you know, back then when you were a sinner. That's what he's saying. Well, the implication is you're no longer that. When you were still sinners, many Christians still, oh, well, you know, we're just sinners. Notice what he actually says. When you were still sinners, Christ died for, for us much more than. Now, here's the present tense. This is now he's saying what it is now. Having now been justified by his blood. Something's different. That new creation is not a sinner. We stop talking about ourselves as sinners. We were sinners when Christ died for us. But God, in his love, has made a change. And this new creation, it says, having now been justified by his blood. It's not, it's not talking future tense. It's saying this is how it is now. This new creation, that the workmanship of God has been justified. I'm no longer a sinner in Christ. I'm no longer the power of sin. Something has changed. I was created in Christ Jesus, and I have now been justified. Now, I'm not focusing on me here. I'm not saying I did this. God did this. That's the emphasis. But God did this for me, and he created me in Christ Jesus. He did for me what I didn't have the strength to do, what I didn't have the power and ability to do. But he has justified me by the blood of Jesus. 
And, and that reality has not set home to a lot of Christians. So many still see and think of themselves. They still identify with, well, we're just sinners. No, the old man was a sinner. The new man, the new creation has been justified by the blood. Dwell on that truth. Change the way you think and allow these realities of the New Testament to settle in and change the way you think about yourself and change your identity. And when you come before God, we don't say, oh, God, we're just sinners coming before you. We are new creations. The workmanship of God come before him. Thankful for the work that he has done in our life in that he has justified us. Don't be afraid to say God has justified me. Some people almost think, well, you know, we, we can't admit this. We've got to just keep saying we're sinners. No, we've got to stop identifying with the old man. That old man was crucified. That old man died on the cross. I am now a new man who has been justified by the blood of Jesus. And a powerful creation has taken place in my life, making me a new man, the workmanship of God. And I have now been justified because of what he did for me. And I'm thankful that he did it. But don't be afraid to identify with that truth and begin to relate to it and allow and, and change the way you think about yourself in line with that truth because it's powerful. God bless you. We're going to look more at the new creation and, and, and teach you how to identify with being a new creation in Christ Jesus and, and, and the effect that this is going to have on your relationship with God and, and, and totally transform us to understanding who I now am in Christ and what God has done for me through Christ to transform me into this new creation. So God bless you and we'll see you again soon. Well, up tomorrow, really. And so I thank God that his grace and his hand is upon you today. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow for some more on this. Thank you.